Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat sermon by Rabbi Adam Kligfeld. We are about to articulate a prayer for our beautiful and broken country. And sometimes the brokenness overwhelms. Not only in the content of our laws and statutes, but in their context. I know that today, so many in this room and watching remotely and around the community and the country feel brokenhearted and demoralized and disempowered and terrified and chiefly and most painfully about yesterday's news emerging from the Supreme Court and what it means for women in this country going forward. And let's be honest, what it means mostly for women who are poor and who lack resources, as those are the ones whose rights have been most constrained. And as I empathize with that pain and fear, I also linger on a broader terribleness in our midst. The horrifically divided way in which our nation stumbles forward. The awful inevitability that no matter who is elected president in two and a half years, one half of this country will consider it messianic and the other crushingly tragic. The awful inevitability representing just how much it is the case that we really are no longer one nation, undivided, whether under God or not, that nearly every significant Supreme Court decision that will emerge in the next months or years or decades will lead to spasmodic eruptions of elation on the one side and lament and rending of garments on the other. For how long can such a country remain a country? No matter how many beautiful, but ultimately anodyne prayers for it are said in sanctuaries such as this one. Today's a reminder to us all, and I mean to us all, about the vulnerability of powerlessness. And we Jews know that vulnerability all too well, and it's existential. And while there are, of course, many women in government, in power, and in this congregation who may cheer yesterday's announcement, an overwhelming majority of the women that I know and love and respect feel more vulnerable and powerless in their lives today than ever before. We all ought to meditate on what is at stake when we are subject to the laws and limitations of powerful people who do not share our understanding of liberty and freedom. And that meditation ought to ignite us to action using the most powerful civic weapon to exist in modern society, the vote. If for you yesterday's shock has morphed in today's anger, it should transmute into tomorrow's determination and translate into your future vote 
expressing your ultimate power as a man, as a woman, as an American. There is, of course, much to say about this topic from a Jewish perspective. It may surprise many of you for me to say that I firmly believe that nearly none of that Jewish material is actually germane to a national conversation on the issue. Just as we rightly bristle when evangelical Christians aim to direct national law and policy based on their interpretation of Scripture, Neither, neither should the Supreme Court take into account nor worry about this or any rabbi's halachic discourses. As if what a rabbi in Babylonia in the 4th century thought should impact American federal law. But it is worth sharing to this congregation succinctly and clearly that the broadest interpretation of Jewish law supports the notion of abortion in many situations, including many situations that will now be forbidden in many states in the Union. And it is worth stating that when the draft was leaked in May, the national organizations representing the Reform, Conservative, and Mainstream Orthodox movements separately and somewhat differently, but unanimously, came out against the notion that Roe v. Wade should be overturned. <clears throat> That is not a small thing, even if it remains the case that I'm not sure that the rabbinical, rabbinical assembly's opinion on this, for instance, ought to matter in areas of American jurisprudence. Jews may not all agree on when and in what circumstances the Jewish permissibility of abortion should be invoked. But an overwhelming majority of non-Haredi Jewish Americans are and will remain against the rollback of an American right that had been seemingly firmly in place for nearly half a century. That's also no small thing. And so as we come to this prayer for our country with some trepidation for the state of the country, with empathy to all those women and men who feel upturned, rejected, frightened, furious, and defeated today. And we pray that the power of prayer itself reveals itself through celestial and cosmic pathways beyond our ken, and also as a goad to action, to personal responsibility, and a reinvestment in civic life. I want to say that I and my fellow clergy at Beth Am are available to talk, to listen, and to hold whatever range of emotions you may have today and moving forward, please do not hesitate to reach out. And I want to say that the Torah always speaks to us and to the moments that we live through. Today, in the narrative of the scouts sent to assess the land, we read a story of the future of a nation and also a story of division. We were reminded that members of the same community can peer into a land simultaneously, with some of them seeing monstrosities and others beauty. We read the verses that expressed fear and trepidation, and we were reminded that our God pushes us past those emotions towards hope, even when it seems lost, and towards creating the future 
the land and the nation we deserve and need. So like the scouts gazing into Eretz Kanaan, wondering how and if it could become the promised land, Eretz Yisrael, we ask ourselves, what are we looking at? Is it bleak? Or is it within our reach? Will we be cowed by the giants who present themselves at the border? Or will we go up and inherit with grit and with travail and with a sense of rectitude the nation that is ours? May we all be up to that sacred and civic obligation. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.